What is up, y'all? My name is Kirsten S. Lewis, and you are tuning into the Stop Playing With Me podcast, where we are advocating for the underdog in ourselves all 2023 long. I am sick and tired of life trying to punk me, trying to punk you out of a space of confidence. And that's what the whole gist of this uh, podcast is about, building your confidence to to its rightful place and not just boasting in your own abilities, but boasting in what the Lord has done through you. Because listen, we are all we got in this world. And if you are not operating at your optimum capacity in confidence in Christ, child, I don't even know what to tell you. Once again, my name is Kirsten S. Lewis, your lovely, beautiful, teary-eyed. I was just talking to God uh, prior to this and child went into a full weep. If you, whew, if you know what those type of intense conversations can be like, just lamenting and you just, you just cried out, my makeup is gone. It's gone. But I am your lovely co-host and my other co-host he is the wonderful incomparable amazing inconceivable undescribable unrefuted and undefeated champion the holy ghost come on clap it up clap it up clap it up for the holy ghost y'all because listen i got him and he got me and if i got the holy ghost stop playing with me all right so once again let's get this thing popping like i told y'all my face is toe up right about now. This makeup has dwindled away because of this conversation that I had with God prior to this uh, recording. But if we have passed the threshold, I know y'all know we got this this consensus going, this goal thing going. And the goal is to reach about a thousand downloads, a thousand subscribers. And once we pass that threshold, child, I'm dropping all the visuals. And like I told y'all before, it's one thing to hear what I'm saying, but it's a whole nother thing to see it, y'all. And so if y'all really want to uh, hop on this this bandwagon, I need, to, I need to see a little bit of support. I don't want to just see the views. I want to see who all is trying to go on this journey with me, who all is committed to this journey with me. And if, if I'm, if, you know what I'm saying, words, if y'all are with me and I see it in the numbers, child i'm dropping the visuals and that's all it is to it now that formalities are out of the way god had really been dealing with me y'all i don't really god just be dropping these these episodes on my on my heart over time and what i thought was crazy is um a lot of the episodes that i record out of spontaneity not necessarily like just decide to drop everything and record a podcast, but more so like the topics. Whenever the topics come, Brahma, basically, I feel like the Lord is genuinely speaking to someone specifically. Um, and so I really hope that this, you know, whatever this conversation is about to turn into, I really hope that it permeates your heart. I really hope that it pricks your heart and it, it pierces your spirit to hear what thus says the Lord and gives you peace. Ah, Those are tongues for those that don't have the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, if they stick around long enough, they're going to get it. But I pray genuinely that this conversation brings you nothing short of peace. And that's what I believe that's going to come from it because he is the prince of 
peace. Thank you, Jesus. And now I was talking to a friend of mine uh, prior to coming up with this concept. And over the last maybe two weeks, I have been around, I've been talking to and just conversing with so many different personalities um, and, and just hearing a lot more about their life, their circumstances, their situations, and, and even their beliefs, getting an idea of what they believe in. And granted, all my friends, we believe in Jesus. Let's not get it. Let's not get it twisted. I'm not here to ruffle any religious feathers, but all my friends, listen, we're equally yoked around here. We believe in Jesus. We believe that he died, he rose, and he sits at the right hand of the Father, and he's coming back again. We believe that. But just like there are different denominations in Christianity, I I believe that my friendships uh, operate from different denominations of their belief in Jesus and how the approach of delivering Jesus to people uh, should be taken. And it's a very, very constructive conversation. Maybe one day, you know, once the podcast gets, you know, a lot more traction and I, and I, um, am I'm able to build, I can have a whole round table discussion because it, it can be a real juicy one. But a lot of my friends, they have differing opinions on how the gospel should be revealed or the, how the gospel should be, um, communicated to the uh, Jew and Gentile alike and a non-believer alike as well but um I found myself having these brief stints of anxiety um whenever people my friends would bring up their take on Jesus and anytime I felt like it was a differing uh, opinion to who I believe Jesus to be based on his word not just based on my experience but based on his word excuse me I I start I started to get very very anxious um because at that point my mind is trying to figure out who to believe my mind is trying to figure out what to believe um and though I cherish my friendships dearly if I could even go into specificity I remember one of my friends um She's she's a bit older than me, child, which is honestly no news at all. All of my friends are older than me. But she was telling me um, about, you know, basically the whole journey of not journey, but the whole notion of get right or get left. And I'm not quite sure how what my demographic is just yet um, age wise. But if you were brought up in the church, there was always this banter of preaching the gospel holiness or hell it was always this um fire and brimstone type preaching it was always like listen repent turn of your sins or you just you just gonna go down to the to the lake of fire where there is where there there is uh what groaning moaning and, and gnashing of the teeth and none of that ever felt appealing to me and i i completely understand it now that um the lord is kind of like you know has been unfolding my identity to me over these last couple of years but I'm a very very soft personality and I would like to relish more in the love and grace of God and because I am such a um light-hearted person I don't think I'm a surface level believer 
by far no I just believe I'm a I'm a sensitive one and so my depth when it comes to sin my depth when it comes to um Christianity will always be centered around the grace the love and the compassion of Jesus Christ and it is nothing against anybody that says like you know if you sin you 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 mean your grace will run out I don't um I don't disagree with the the truth of the message the only part I had questions about was the method of which it needed to be taken in order to reach different people because there are so many different people in this world and just telling them if they don't get right they're gonna get left may not be the in my opinion may not be the greatest approach to winning souls And if I don't know anything else, I've always known and have seen firsthand that love never fails. Anytime that I have ever led with the love of God in any relationship that I was trying to cultivate, that thing came around full circle. Thank you, Jesus. That very act alone came around full circle. And I think it had done more of an impact than than um in my personal journey it could it did more of an impact than me just simply saying your sin is going to wind you up in a grave (laughs) um so yes our thoughts are different our point of views are different um but our beliefs are the same and so i started to get very very anxious sorry y'all that was a tangent but i started to get very very anxious about um people that try to introduce new theologies or new doctrines um to me because immediately I'm trying to fish for where in the word of God that that cosigns like where does the word of God cosign what you just said and the Lord dropped it on my heart and it was so beautiful because it gave me so much peace and he says you do not have to receive all that you've been given and to back it up with his word his word says Guard your heart above all else, for from it determines your seasons of life, for out of it determines your course of life, for from it decides the ways in which you'll go. And so his word admonishes us to guard our hearts. And and of course, me, I ask follow up questions. So I'm like, how do I guard my heart, God? And after that, he says, don't don't be don't be afraid to ask questions like you know what i'm saying he said that ask the lord for wisdom he's not gonna shun you for asking questions he's not gonna shun you for wanting to know what is the wisest way to approach this situation because honestly being wise or making wise decisions can save you so much time and you know years money even jesus energy effort it can save you tears making wise decisions and seeking the Lord for wisdoms and I mean wisdoms wow wisdom <laughs> and um acknowledging him even in those periods where one and two don't necessarily equal three um and so yes he says you don't have to receive all that you've been given you can ask questions and so I found myself very much so challenging a lot of my uh a lot of the conversations not necessarily challenging my friends but challenging the conversations that we've been having is like but where in the word does it say this that and the third 
and I found so much, I think, um, I would say solace and maybe control. Yes, I, I would say that maybe control of self, control of the mind to realize like you have a choice in what you believe. I'm not, I didn't like God, I, God, I believe God says, if I did not make you believe in me, why would I calibrate you to believe anything else that anyone else says without asking the questions that could help you to believe anything that I've ever wanted to know about God when I uh, rededicated my life back to him I asked questions God isn't just the God that helps you make decisions he's also the God that answers the questions that lead to the wisest decisions to make and and that's something that I'm like I said I'm understanding I grew up as the docile daughter I grew up as the one who was agreeable and just did what I was told and so I didn't think that I was supposed to ask questions and this is mainly speaking to the I guess the docile the mm -hmm, wow the docile um sons and daughters who just did what they were told and did not even know that they could ask questions in their adulthood like when I was raised it was always grown folks are talking or you know I'm the mama you don't you don't get a say so in this and so of course carrying that I didn't know any better so carrying that into adulthood is like so I guess I don't have a say so in in what this is or that or the third and so when my opinion actually started to be valued in certain spaces and areas I would psych myself out thinking that it was going to be undermined or or shut down or I would feel away if it ever did get to that point point. and I just want to say thank God that I am healing out of the space of rejection when you know certain ideas aren't necessarily taken up aren't necessarily um uh accepted or not necessarily used because it doesn't devalue me I'm still dope I'm still smart regardless um and so I'm just thankful for that healing because I'm starting to see it manifest a lot more in my life today but yes the Lord was very very uh strategic about telling me you don't have to accept all that is given to you. You don't have to necessarily agree with everything that everyone says. And granted, there is a time that if it occurs a lot more in your life, then I'll start to ask God, like, all right, so is it fire and brimstone season? And like, should I go ahead and start like, you know, switching gears? And of course he he brings peace, he brings answers. But um but yes, you don't have to accept all that has been given and guard your heart. All information that you receive does not have to be taken at face value, y'all. And this is something that I, I'm learning, that I had to learn. Every amount of information that you have received does not have to be taken at face value. People will say whatever comes to their mind and believe it to be true. And the only thing as believers, the only thing that we can hold fast to knowing that is true is the word of God. Listen, you don't have to take my word for it. Try it and see. The Bible says, test me in this and see. Won't I pour out the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you may not have room enough to receive? So 
try God in this. Try his word. See what happens. And you'll you'll see that I was, you know, I was right. But um yeah. I just wanted to hop on here unless the Holy Spirit wants to say something else, but I wanted to hop on here and let y'all know that you don't have to believe what they said. If it does not align with the word of God over your life, if it does not align with the word of God in his Bible, you don't have to believe what they say. You don't have to receive what they say. Everything is always up for interpretation. Literally. Moving to Atlanta, I understood then a lot more than I had understood over the last, what, 20, 21 years, 22 years of my life that people will literally sell you or try to sell you on anything. This is a this is a state that is full of options. Alabama, you maybe got one to three solid options of what your life could look like. But moving to a, a state or a city as vast as Atlanta in a Georgia you are given options on top of options and that's why God admonishes us to guard our hearts because if you are not careful and you don't know who you are and you don't know what your identity is and you don't even know the right questions to ask in this season of diversity though this world will, will present you with so many options this world will present to you so many options that could determine the course of your life if you let it permeate your heart. If you have absolutely no clue who you are or where you stand in the kingdom and what your assignment and your purpose is, this world, this life can lead you down a direction or a path that is counterproductive to the will of God. And I'm not saying this to increase anxiety. No, not by any means. I'm saying this out of love because I've seen it and I have been a part of it. Y'all, if I can be raw and uncut with y'all, I almost went to Magic City twice <laughs> because of the options that I had been given. You know what I'm saying? I could like I literally could have gone down a different path if it was not for the Lord who was on my side. There was um if if I can put it into a, a analogy sake or a visual sake, y'all know when you go bowling and you know you ain't that good with the mm -hmm, you know you ain't that good. So you got to put them little rails up and to keep you from basically going into the gutter too soon because you at least trying to hit the pin you trying to at least hit one that's what God has been doing for me in these last two years while he was re-establishing me and restructuring me and my identity and my purpose even while living out here because he knew at any turn at any given option that was presented to me on this journey I could have made a left a right a u-turn whatever and my life could have been completely, completely off kilter from where it is today. And so he is the guardrails that keep you on track. But the but yes, thank you, Jesus. But in order for him to keep you on track with these guardrails throughout life, you have to ask questions. Y'all, you got to ask questions. You got to ask questions. You do not walk on your job on the first day 
just I mean, some of y'all can do it. I mean, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't got nothing against you, big dog. But anybody that walks into a new space at the for the first time, immediately you should be asking somebody where X, Y, and Z is. You you should be asking questions. How do you do this? How you turn this on? How you turn it off? How you go in the back? Where the back at? Is it to the left or is it to the right? You have to ask questions. No matter where you go in life, no matter what relationships you are trying to cultivate, even in your dating life. Oh, yeah, we done stepped into something now. If we're going to talk about love, even in your dating life, y'all, you go out with these individuals to collect, collect, (laughs) to collect data, to collect information on their lives to see if this is something that you want to establish in your life moving forward. You ask questions. When you go on interviews, you ask questions. Jeez, like think about it in the most practical way. If it is culturally acceptable, corporately acceptable, relationally acceptable to ask questions, why not go to God with that same liberty, with that same will and simply ask questions? And there is no question that is too small, too dumb, or unanswerable to God. Trust me. I have asked God some of some of the most, what I would think, silliest questions. And he has still catered to me with such love and intentionality as he would if I asked the most complexing, mind-boggling question I've ever, I've ever heard. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so I want to challenge y'all, man, this week. I mean, you can you can do it or you can take it with a grain of salt. It is what it is when it is what it ain't. But I want to challenge y'all this week. Ask questions. If somebody comes to you with an idea or or telling you like, you know, giving you an option on how to live your life or decision to make in your life. Ask the question, where does that stem from? What gave you that idea? If God is pouring into you about a course to take to not 10 times out of 10 enhance your life, but you don't necessarily understand it yet. Ask questions. Now, is he obligated to answer it? No, but he does not disagree. He does not despise. He will not feel a way about you asking. And that is the, and that is the truth. That is the truth. I remember this song. It came to mind earlier today. It was uh, by Todd Galbraith. Uh, It was He Won't Fail. But it was the first part. All of your problems, all of your pain, even your troubles, you can bring it to Jesus. All of your burdens, all of your cares, even your struggles, you can bring it to Jesus. He won't fail, no, he won't fail, no, he won't leave you, no, no, he won't fail. And I thought it was so beautiful because not only can you bring your burdens and your problems, your struggles and your sins to Jesus, but you can also bring your questions. You can bring every question you have to him. And he won't leave you and he won't fail you. He will not forsake you. He won't get offended. Ah, I feel that. There have, oh, all right. There have been moments throughout your life where you have been reprimanded for asking questions and you thought and you built your psyche, you built your your mental capacity to 
no longer ask questions, not even God. And so even when you have brought your life back to Christ, you still live from that traumatic experience of I wasn't allowed to ask questions. I wasn't I was not I was only disciplined to do what I was told. And your uh, yeah, for a vast majority of your life, you may have felt shut down a lot of the times for asking questions or even punished you know, don't question me, don't question this, don't question, you know, what I have for you. And, and people have even tried to project that on you by making you believe. And unfortunately, it may have also been people in the church that has possibly contributed to church hurt for you. People in the church have probably convinced you that you shouldn't question God. And the crazy part is, I think even David did it. I think David did it. Job did it. Uh, and not to say that it is something that we should make a habit out of saying, God, now you're not, you sat here and screwed up. <laughs> no, like, of course not. Honor him for sure. Reverence him. Acknowledge his sovereignty. Um, not because he is capable of taking you out. <laughs> not because, not as, not as a scare tactic, but to understand that he is, that he is, he, he is that I am. Um, and so just acknowledging, having a great deal of respect for the father. But yes, a lot of times in your life, you've been shut down. You've been disregarded and almost almost uh, felt unseen, inconsidered, undervalued and not appreciated for whatever it is that you bring to the table. And so when it came time to ask questions, um, you were so fearful of being rejected just as you were when you were younger or just as you were in that relationship or just as you were on that job, you've been so afraid of being rejected. You stopped asking questions. And I believe that the Lord desires to turn a new chapter in your life right now to bring an ease and a breath of fresh air to your soul to say that he is not like them. Bring me your questions. Bring me your questions. Bring me your desires. Bring me the things that plague your thoughts. You do not have to figure it out on your own. This life is hard enough to do by yourself as it is. Bring it to Jesus. You don't have to bring the plan to Jesus. You can bring the the broken pieces to Jesus. Ask me how I know. And so, honey, listen, I love y'all. That's all I got. Holy Spirit, you got something else? Because he always speaking, y'all. I just want to be making sure that we don't go over time. But if he has something else, I just want to create a space for him. God, we just, I, I just want to say I honor you. I honor you, Jesus, for reminding us that we are free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And so I pray over every individual that has listened and tuned in to this episode that there is a whole nother level of freedom coming to us that that looses the grip that rejection has had on us, has released the border, has, yeah, has expanded the boundaries of what we thought the parameters of our life should be. And I thank you, Lord, for the freedom and the reminder to ask questions, to be okay with guarding your heart, with taking the necessary steps to guarding your heart, 
by simply asking questions and allowing the revealer of truth and the word of God to pierce and puncture the heart and the spirit. And with that comes so much peace, y'all, for real. When you yield your life to God and when you yield your spirit to God, there comes peace even in the midst of adversity. So listen, I love y'all. I pray nothing but peace and blessings over y'all. And DM me, man. Comment um, on the Instagram. Comment on the podcast. Rate us, please. Um, so your friends can can see is Liddy over here too. Oh, that was so enriching. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But if y'all want to follow us, you can follow Stop Playing With Me podcast on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, I want to say, Google Play. And if you want to follow yours truly, child, you can follow me on Instagram at kirsten.s.lewis. And if you want to follow the Holy Ghost, you can follow find him at the cross. Oh, man. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. I love y'all. And I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.